0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. We told you that we had someone really special today, and for the first time ever during this podcast, we are telling you the truth. We- <laughs> we're not overselling. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's gonna, we're gonna <laughs> is this be the normal intro? <laughs> we always oversell. This, this is always the beginning. You're the real special. We one. kept saying it until it happened, and <laughs> yes. now it's happening. Yes.
1: One day, we're going to get <laughs> something good on this podcast. So guys, yeah, Carlos, ladies and gentlemen, it's here. He's finally arrived. Carlos Navarro. He, has, uh, he does so many different things. And I have this quote that is my favorite in life. Okay. It is, you can have anything you want in this life, but you cannot have everything you want. You have to choose. Okay. You remind me and your story of that quote of going after the things that you really want. Mm-hmm. So this guy, you might know him if you live in central Florida. As monsters in the morning, there's yeah. a host on there. Yes, you can tell by that voice yes, into the microphone. Yes, yes. <laughs> but also beyond
0: that, right? An
1: actor in some of my favorite stuff, Walking Dead. Yes. Oh my god! Now gosh. in the Marvel universe, oh he was in my Hawkeye. God. Now,
0: now you're talking. Now, now you're everybody's guy it's when crazy. you enter the Marvel universe. Crazy. That is That is crazy. Do you feel like this is your life, or what's happening? It's. C- <laughs> what's <laughs> it a- is a crazy <laughs> is life,
2: Ginger. It's crazy. I manifested these moments out of the deepest, darkest valleys I was ever at.
0: Okay, when you say, people say it all the time, oh, manifest what you want, manifest. What are you talking about?
2: Manifest is the reverse of PTSD. People talk about PTSD all the time, right? Oh, right? It's an emotional, tragic event. It's the reverse. A manifestation is me sitting in my house, never booking a role, not having anybody in the industry, being a first-generation American, being, uh, Spanish is my first language, and going, my mom going, one day, you're gonna be in the movies. No reason, and in my little head, I just always believed it. No reason. I began to write it down. I took the classes, I started with commercials, I kept believing it. And then one day, that manifestation happened because I wholeheartedly believed it with my emotional being.
1: Yeah, and it, but wow. it wasn't just. One day. Okay, new. so I want to yeah. I want to go back in time a little bit. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Rewind. Perfect. Great sound
2: That's effect. That's exactly what, he's going to be our sound effect guy for the show. I got new gig, guys. Call my wife. One more, one more thing. I'm the Cancel sound effects. the Marvel yeah. Universe Forget and the Monsters in the Morning. Hey, Kevin Feige, I got this sound effects gig in the fourth
1: estate. Yeah, Can you give more. me some time? <laughs> it's going to be huge. Okay, so we're going to take you back. You were on the Monsters yes. in the Morning. Yes. Right? You decided at some point you were going to start acting. Boom. Mm-hmm. Back then, you can't act and do the radio at the same time. way, I man. So there must've been some sort of conversation in which, and this is a very, just to set this up, if you're not from Central Florida, if you don't know this, Monsters in the Morning is- Huge. Gigantic in the Morning, yeah. very popular show. Uh, it
2: was, I believe it was started by Russ Rollins, right? Absolutely, Russ Rollins himself, his radio dream, my, my buddy, my pal, you would never guess it throughout our history, but yeah, that man had a dream and manifested his dream of this massive successful radio show that I've been fortunate to grow with, but yes, at a certain point in time, I was fired from.
1: So you were fired because yeah. you were chasing your dream as an
2: actor. I was a in my mid twenties. I've been on the show for about ten years, and the show was in a very drama filled place. It was a very different time. It was the early two thousands. M- no social media, and I was going through it. I was a, a pretty bad alcoholic. I was a, I was a, a crazy. You see my energy now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would drink and I wild out and I, used to get, I got in trouble. And I and I put the show on the line and I and I did a lot of stupid things. I never did anything maliciously, right? I peep, that was the trouble with me, right? I would be this wild guy, but I'm like, man, I kind of like Carlos. He's like nice. Yeah, and yeah. then with the show, I got a little too big for my britches. Mm. Not full so, but then the other side wasn't budging. I rubbed somebody the wrong way and boop, they fired me about what, about three months before I was supposed to get married.
0: Wow. Oh, ouch.
2: That hurts. Oh
0: my gosh. So when you saying you're saying you weren't malicious but you were kinda reckless, mm-hmm. everything you did it was hurting yourself, not anyone else, really.
2: And the others in my ripple effect, right? Mm, like yeah. my fiance mm-hmm. who the night before I got arrested and embarrassed myself. She's like, You're gonna get arrested, Carlos. Like what are you doing? Yeah. And I was such in a weird place that I wasn't out of that bubble. I went from 17 years old, hired on that radio show, to about 27 in an age when radio was as big as TV, mm-hmm. and um, and so I didn't know any different. Not to use an excuse, but then life goes boom and fires me, and life goes what? Boom, yeah. and you're uh, you you might go to jail for a long time. Wow. Yeah. And then boom, oh you're losing those houses because remember 2007 eight? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that piled on top of. <laughs> All oh yeah, things. went bankrupt too. <laughs> wow. Wow. So this Jesus is a, Lord. and you're
1: being told that your dream by Russ Rollins. Russ
2: himself said
1: <laughs> you're making a huge mistake yeah. here. He said it on the radio. You know, we were every- on
2: stage, ready, even oh, bigger than god. this. Oh my god. ready? Yeah. We're on stage at Hard Rock Live. We used to sell out Hard Rock Live with our performances and songs, and he knew I had bigger aspirations. Mm-hmm. And as any boss at that time and he's himself admitted this was wrong and i was wrong at times and we're that's like my uncle that's like my family right you now you know and he didn't want me to go he's straight up telling Carlos, i didn't want yes. you to go you were a big part of my show so I, look, I was like look this is the biggest thing you'll ever do carlos and you'll never get anything bigger and we were right hard i mean, oh it's, a yeah. I mean <laughs> it's a pretty big stage i mean yeah. it's a pretty big we're at hard yeah. there's thousands so i get it but in my head I was like
0: and he, wow. and he was saying
2: it to all of us collectively. He was staring at me. And he didn't even remember this, but I remembered it, and I used that as fuel. I was like, "This is not going to be the biggest thing."
0: That is the equivalent of telling you you'll never work in this town, town again. again? <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Well, he was
0: right. You're not working in this town. Yeah, You're working everywhere. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I was fired, and I had to be humbled. Mm-hmm. You don't learn anything when you keep hitting stuff and doing this. And that's I was on this indiscriminate winning streak. It wasn't
0: conscious. It was luck and talent, and eventually luck and talent runs out without a plan. But why do you think it is that people who are so successful, it seems like they have to be torn down first. Like you started at Mm -hmm, 17. mm -hmm. That is really young, and that's a great excuse. But by 27, you know better, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, Sure. So why do you think that is that you had to go that route? And you hear that. That's not an unfamiliar story.
2: Mm -hmm. I think you have to be grateful. And, And sometimes we're unconsciously not grateful. Sometimes we get things, we don't know how good we have it. It takes death to remind us of life. Mm-hmm. In, think about that. And so as a young guy who had a lot of things given to me, I, it wasn't like I deserved this, but it came to me. And when I lost it all, all, I mean, I, I, I got in a fight in the middle of, of downtown. I was spit on. People were throwing beers at me. I was a real piece of crap. And you if you don't turn around from there, then you're just going to keep going. I had an amazing wife. That believed in me. That was one person of all the people I met that, that didn't give up on me. Wow. And was like, Carlos, if oh you God. give up drinking, you're gonna be on The Walking Dead. I swear to God. Carlos, if you give up drinking, you're gonna be a star. She would tell me this. Nobody else was saying this to me. Nobody else could get through to me. <laughs> Did and, you choose well or what? Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Biggest <laughs> decision you ever <laughs> made <the> in
2: I'm <laughs> One, it's, you know, not only For me, real? but people don't understand. Who you choose to spend your time with mm. will dictate your life, especially your partner. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: you right. know. So okay. So let's keep on this timeline. here. Let's go. All right. So you're fired. People are spitting on you. You're not gonna ever <laughs> be yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, kid. You know, the, I know that. I guys know. yelling at you in the corner. Our picture <laughs> the <all>. Rocky movie. <laughs> I'm going to I'm like, right. so, so now what happened? Where, what is the thing in this <laughs> oh moment, my this valley, oh that my really God. turns it
0: around? That it snaps so you weird. out of it. Yeah. So Do you weird. get
2: that role? Do you, what? Okay. Same day I get fired, I get a call from EA Sports and Fox Studios. Stop it. Same day? Same day. One from EA Sports saying, hey, we hear you're this talk radio person. Not knowing, I, I mean, I had, that hadn't even been announced yet. So this is an exact version of when you have to listen to the universe. Or, or for in many cases, people want to say God. I can say God, that's fine. And it's God, like God's like, hey, look, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You, have you learned yet? Mm-hmm. What's your biggest mistake? Well, my biggest mistake seems to be I wild out when I drink. Everything else, okay, so probably I should quit drinking, so I quit drinking, right? Yeah. Cold turkey. Cold turkey. And it worked. And it worked. Thank God it worked. That was the first time. I did go back to drink but that's another story, right? So anyway, EA Sports comes, hey, you're available, we'd love to hire, boom. I go to the prison break audition, I get hired. I'm on prison break. So in my mind, I haven't had that full withdrawal or that humility yet or that humbleness. Because you just, just hop right Because it's the like, index. boom, oh, now you're on EA Sports yeah, and yeah. now you're on prison break. Mm-hmm. But I've yeah. still super lost everything, right? But I would say The Secret was one of the books that really helped me start truly believing in in everything i i that is my ritual that is my base that is in my infrastructure for mindset now
0: so i mean but did you, so you read the secret mm-hmm. you took it to heart mm-hmm. you started putting it into practice what was the first thing you did
2: ownership i was a victim there's a great book called the four agreements one of the main things yeah, Dom. Ginger is about to cuss it. I
0: give that book to people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. It's
2: it's it's a basis of what how people should mm-hmm. look at it. And a lot of it. Though, there's the warrior and the warrior. And and I was a warrior. I was worried about this person, what they thought about me. I was worried about this. And then I realized when I take ownership of everything, whether I have fault or not, then I can control it. Right. Mm-hmm. So inside we have the victim and we have the judge. And I was the victim at that point. They fired me because of ba, ba ba., I had to just go, no, they fired you because you were dispensable. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. That's Which hard. Which is a hard realization, <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we all have a hard time with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying. I'm not yeah. going to say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my wife
2: and I was like, no. Because I, I remember saying, there, I can remember saying this. There's mm. no way they'll fire me gosh, yeah. Okay, but His not, is not, 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 not. Challenge like accepted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Universal> <laughs> like, I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Who oh, said that? He? Carlos, okay. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah. Oh my God. And I would gosh. say, you know, and it wasn't, you wouldn't think at that moment that I, I wasn't so crazy, I was still helping people, I was still yep. trying to be a good person, but if we don't take conscious choices or decisions in our lives, we can indiscriminately go a bad way.
1: Mm. Yeah. Very true. You know, you need to have a plan. You
2: need a little bit of guidance, and that's what I'm very big on. I write every day. I don't write novels. I, I write plans or thoughts, ideas. Do you know people walk around every day and never write a single thing down about their lives, and then they complain why nothing is working out? Well, if it's a big mess here, why? Why don't you get it down here? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, Interesting. So I started taking more of a plan. My I, life. I just started reading this book uh, by Marcus Aurelius Meditation. Oh, I love a Stoic yeah. philosophy. It's like, yeah. uh, man, like this dude wrote down all the characteristics of the people who he learned things from. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a big believer in the Stoic philosophies. Marcus Aurelius, Ryan Holiday is also a great Stoic philosopher who who uh, the obstacle is the way is a big uh, uh, way that I believe as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's fascinating stuff. And so when do things start? Okay, so... Walking Dead. When mm-hmm. does this come out? Oh like, my this gosh! Is, this is—I remember watching The Walking Dead because yeah. I am a big fan. Yeah, yeah. And I saw you on it, and I was like, "Is that just a guy who looks like?" Him? <laughs> I yeah. Like, or is it it him? tripped people out yeah.
2: because that was my dream show. Okay, so I dreamed of being on that show. You talk about manifestation. I would write in a notebook, "I will be on The Walking Dead, meeting Andrew Lincoln." There was no, there wasn't a remote idea that I would be on there. And then, uh, and then I remember this clearly, my, my daughter was in her uh, baby, like little, she was just, we just got back on our feet, we just got a little bit of money, a little tiny bit to get a place, right? And my agent's like, you got an audition for The Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I can remember being back in the back porch, looking at my wife and looking, honey, if we book this, it's, it's super startup, you know? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> because on, we man. needed it, Yeah, we, we needed a win. And I went on
0: audition and heard nothing (laughs) back. Right? It's the worst. For five years. What? Five years? No. Five months? Five (laughs) years.
2: Okay. So for five years, the Walking Dead kept asking to see me. Different roles. So they kept calling you back? They kept calling me me back. back. But in the acting world, you don't get a call. Hey Carlos, love that last audition. Do you mind just looking to the right? Ah. No, it's nothing. No feedback. And they just go, they want to see me again. So five years in, I'm looking at my daughter and she's riding her bike and I get the next audition and I'm literally going through the motions because I had made a decision, right? If I would have made a choice, either I, and this is a choice, one more audition and I never audition for The Walking Dead again because they hate me. I made a decision, I will audition for The Walking Dead. And tell him the old ass Hispanic man, right? Oh, yeah. Till you're the grandpa, right? The <laughs> exactly. Grandpa. Yeah, I I am the zombie. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay, right. You won't need makeup. yeah. In yeah. The show. I won't even need makeup to show up. Like, bring him in. Yeah, bring him in. Yeah. Right. He already looks like a zombie. No, he's great. We waited. Perfect. So instead, I was like, no. And I was just going. I was doing my thing. But it was like getting turned down. Like, imagine. I'm sure you guys are at your dream roles, or, or. But there's always that next level, right? And that was just, I just wanna get on the show. Mm -hmm. Because that's a a manifestation that if I got on it, I'd be able to share with other people this story. I knew it, because I was so specific about it. You can go to my studio and get a notebook from 2014. And it says, like Marcus Aurelius says, what does he say about it? Your notebooks will be the best books of your library. Mm -hmm you know. Yeah. And so you can see it and then one day I get an email after taking a nap not even thinking about the Walking Dead from the executive producer Scott Gimble. Carlos, the executive producer of The Walking Dead would like to see you. Out of the blue. I'm like what? The? I called my agent. I'm like, dude, have you ever seen this before? She's booked a bunch of people on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I've never oh. seen this before. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, let me let me go They sent Carlos, are you good? I got got the Walking Dead on the line. Are you good with motorcycles? I said, yeah. I said, absolutely, I'm good at motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes, Mom, she hangs up. She goes, are you good with motorcycles? I "I never really (laughs) (laughs) But I'm calling I will. Harley Davidson, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then they hang up and they send me an audition. I do it. They send it back. They go, no, 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 no. Are you good with horses? I said, Psh, call me horsey oh, Carlos. Yeah. I'm a cowboy yeah. Carlos, you know. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I live like near in. Kissimmee, Sometimes like, oh my god, you know? And my age hangs up. She goes, Are you going? I go, I've never been around. <laughs> <myself.">
0: <laughs> so Here I we go. Here we go. <laughs>
2: so I do the audition. I don't hear anything back, and I'm like, Oh my god. Then I get a call. I don't know. I'm standing with my wife in the kitchen, uh. eating like a cookie, like. Then I get a call. Uh, you need to be in Atlanta, Georgia tomorrow. You booked a regular uh, recurring role. I'm sending you the script and you don't know anything about your character other than his name rhymes with your name. Bye. Click. I get it. I'm like, what? <laughs> I go. I check the script. The guy's name is Alvaro. I'm like, Alvaro.
0: What are the chances of oh that? My goodness. I read the
2: script. I look at my wife. They didn't kill me!
0: I'm alive! I get two episodes! Two episodes!
2: Right? And I know the series, why? Because I manifested. Now was it just writing it? No, I read the comic book. I I researched the writers. I knew what was coming up. I knew they had the kingdom. I knew I could maybe play that because I read that. I had Mm -hmm. insight on things. That was part of the manifestation. Fast forward two years later, where I'm in the rap party. And I'm trying to meet Scott Gimbel, the executive producer, the guy that, that wrote me the sent message. Sent you that message, right? yeah. yeah. And I'm with Car, and I'm like, Listen, can you introduce him? I gotta thank him. I can't believe this guy thought, you know, whatever. And he's there, he's, he's like dancing. I'm like, He's not even gonna know my name. I play with one guy, and I'm like, Hey, Mr. Gimbel goes, Who dares trespass on the side? He starts saying my lines. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 Like that. And he goes, Carlos, thank you so much for, he gives me a hug. You know, we were waiting forever to find the perfect role for you, and man, we're so glad. I said, "Wow!" I said, "Wait a second, you knew the whole time." He goes, I "Knew the whole time." That's why we named him Alvaro after Navarro.
0: <gasps> it would be nice if they had. <laughs> you oh, be- I know. Could you not sent an email? the <laughs>
2: Can you believe that? I was this close ginger. I was this close, Matt, to my success. And if I would have said no, one yes. more, uh, okay. you know.
0: But it, I mean, does it get to a point where, you know, sometimes you have something and it's like you want it so badly. Mm-hmm. Do you get mm-hmm. to a point where you're like I'm gonna have to be okay either way, if I get it or not. And you just release it back to the universe. You just say like, if I don't get it, I'm gonna be fine. Did you ever do that? Did you ever just go like, if I never get, I know you wanted it, yeah. but did you have to release it first?
2: No, I think I did that with stand-up comedy. I think I did that with an actual thing I really wanted. I really wanted to do stand-up, and I did stand-up. And I had to be okay with choosing and giving up on that, even though it's still one of my like most favorite forms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was tough because I didn't want to. Yeah. But I knew, I was like, I can't do both of these. And man, I am I really have devoted. So, so maybe in that sense. But no, I haven't. When I make a decision and it's a healthy one, mm-hmm. I really try and stay locked in on it. Now I've had many failures. I failed way more than I succeeded. And I've definitely not been on shows or projects that I gave, that I auditioned for months for. I auditioned for months for... Um, what was that Limanuel show? And so funny. In the Heights. Okay? okay. I didn't know how to dance that well. I trained to dance. I trained to sing. I put my heart and soul. I affirm. You know, you're not going to get name one thing that you get hundred percent of. Right? Not gonna yeah. happen. It's not gonna happen. So people want to use that twenty percent of yeah. the manifestation. For, See? See, you didn't book in the Heights. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm not that good of a dancer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I and I did my best for the, the the four agreements. I did my best though. Uh, and so yeah. I'm content. Yeah, you didn't miss yeah. out because you screwed you know, up. or right. something like yeah. that. You gave yeah. your yeah. all. I'll get some oh water here. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab a little
1: water. <laughs> my mouth gets a little dry. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hot. I'm sure on the newscast, <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. like, ah,
2: did that just speak
1: y'all out? Loud? Say, say, oh, no,
2: no.
1: It's like, no. Uh, <laughs> but this a podcast. You can do I on the I know. So take a drink. i fit. Because one thing I'm always curious about, we're going to play a little inside baseball. Please do too. Will you tell us everything?
2: Everything. Okay. Oh, wow.
1: We said it was going to be honest. When you book a role, with The Walking Dead, yeah. a recurring mm-hmm. role. It's mm-hmm. not like, you're not Rick Grimes. No. You know, no. You're, you're not Michonne with right. the sword or anything. Okay. But you're you're in there. Mm-hmm. What kind of money are we talking
2: about? Okay, upfront money is nothing big. A SAG uh, regular, you're going to get just to show up one day about, after you pay your agents, like 1700 bucks. Okay, just to show up just and be upset. That's, nice. that's SAG. Yeah. And that's roughly... That's roughly, and I don't want anybody listening to like actually take minimum thirteen forty nine in the You know, like LA. <laughs> like, yeah. The way you make the money is residuals. Okay. Okay. So when I got, I was on nine episodes of The Walking Dead in their prime mm-hmm. seasons. Mm-hmm. So I fortunately have made tens of thousands, if not thousands, yeah, tens of thousands of dollars from The Walking Dead.
0: Okay. I can't believe you asked the money question. Why? That is because when we go out as news anchors, that and you go to schools. Mm-hmm. First thing kids want to know is like, how much money do you make? And it's like, well, well, I think it's a good question because I don't mind talking about (laughs) my. Ginger,
1: Ginger, listen. She wanted to ask it. You know, half of this show is me asking a question and (laughs) Ginger. I didn't like that one. Yeah, you know what,
0: Matt? Rewind. What's wrong with you?
2: (laughs) 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 That that question was inappropriate. (laughs) Thank you. Listen, I think people have a. I think normally, yeah, people are a little uncomfortable, but so many people do wonder. Mm-hmm. what it's like to make money as an actor. How do you make money as an yeah. actor, right? Mm-hmm. And it's tough. One of the things I do as an actual coach and, and helping people with this stuff is that I show you how to survive while still building this, right? Because, so you could book one commercial and make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but let's say for example, so Walking Dead, I go, I shoot it. I don't get any money up front. Let's say I had to have money as a family man. I had yeah. to, I gotta pay the bills. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna get a dime until at least 30 days after that shoot date.
0: Yeah, they're not cutting you a they're check right after a check. you know You're not walking like, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's from AMC, you, know, right?
2: <laughs> you may get a little per diem if you yeah. travel, you. but it's nothing sustainable, right? So then you gotta pay your agent, and that's 10% of gross, not net, mm-hmm. right? So you're gonna get, they're gonna get a little bit more, yeah. as they should. You got a manager, they're get 10% too. Oh God. Okay, then taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So that, 1700 has now turned into maybe a thousand, right? So that's one. That's every time you see any any show where it's a scene and they have this funny character come up, something mm-hmm. that you may have seen it. Think of that's what that actor got paid. If they got two days, they got two of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that sucks up front. Yeah, but let's say like a show like The Walking Dead, you're gonna then about six months later begin to receive some really nice checks, even if you shot one day. If the show's big. You're gonna get, you could get, and you stay. Let's say you shot three or four days. You're gonna get thousands of dollars on that back end. But is that sustainable? Can you survive off yeah. that? No. You have to really build a resume. So every day I check the mail, I can go online, and I'll get a random check from this place, and then I'll get a fat ass check, and I'm be, mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Those are starting to come in, and you're like, Oh man! When you do it!
1: <laughs> I like it. So, so you started to see success. Yeah. And then at some point in this, you needed, or maybe you didn't need it, but you you wanted to have that stable job, mm-hmm. like a Monsters in the Morning. So I would imagine at some point, you're now on the Monsters in the Morning. Mm-hmm. You're back. How did you have this conversation with the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. Russ Rollins, <laughs> where you're like, I'll take my apology yeah. now. Yeah. On the- air. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going back to the hard rock. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go <laughs> right in the same spot.
2: You're going to look at me in those baby blues. Um it was a gradual weird never in a million years that i think i was going to be back in the monsters in that entire yeah. time because it was bad bridges burn. and what i tell people is you can burn a bridge but don't burn that last little part leave it it. <laughs> yeah, just, just a little <laughs> little, little extension <laughs> just leave it and that's what was there right was yeah. because in all actuality Russ and i really didn't have that many issues it was one really bad one that exploded. Yeah. And that's usually what happens. So if it was like consistent, bad blood, it would have been very tough, but it wasn't. It was kind of like this big explosion and then it was done, mm-hmm. you know?
0: It, Russell, he needed two of the four agreements. Be impeccable with your words, Yeah. And don't take anything personally. Yeah. Because your success was not personal. It wasn't. To, yeah. to him, you yeah. know, but he took it personally. You're right. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? He he gave, you know,
1: in Russ's defense, he, he started this show. He loved you on the show. You have to know when you take advice from somebody is this person coming from a place of bias? Uh, Yeah, And Russ wanted you on that show. So I know that in my life, if I'm asking somebody for some advice, it it better be somebody who doesn't have skin in the
2: game. You're so right, Matt, because he looked at me when Daniel and I, this was another member on the show, we were gonna leave and do our own show, it would have been a big deal. Actually, Tom and Dan are very successful now. They have their own podcast. Daniel and I were ready to leave. They wanted us to be the nighttime show. Russ begged us not to leave. I can't even repeat the words he said that he would do to us not to leave. (laughs) He's, okay. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. But so there was a lot of love. Fast forward, I'm fired, fast forward three or four years later. I've sent text with Russ. There's no super bad blood or anything. And I'm driving to New Orleans to film a movie with uh, Jason Statham and oh uh and Winona Ryder. And I'm like I'm like driving there and I just booked another and I'm like, I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit, right? You know, so like I'm like, you know what? And I think and I think of that moment of Russ. Uh-huh, and I pull nice. over to that that Popeye's in between Georgia and Florida that everybody stops at because I love to get me a little, so I by And I'm like, Got you know, what, I'm a, I'm a send out <laughs> a fire post. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh, <I'm a> spicy <laughs> chicken. <cheese." laughs> I'm gonna send a spicy text. <laughs> and this was the age when people really looked at Facebook, okay, like oh, so, God. I wrote this passive aggressive, it was kinda to everybody, it wasn't truly to Russ, it was more of like a lot of haters that were like, straight up were like, you're never gonna do anything other than commercial. You're not even gonna book a commercial. These people write this, send it to me, and email it to oh, me. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, We're, we're, and, we're and aware all know, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're and, aware. And,
2: and so I write it, and, and it was whatever, it was very general, but it was like, hey, a lot of people straight up looked at me in the face and said, I would not succeed in this industry. This is my third film of the year. I've filmed two commercials. I'm in New Orleans right now, staying at a nice hotel on somebody else's dime. I think it worked out. Mm-hmm. I get to my hotel I'm driving there. I clash, I sleep, I wake up, and I see a text from Russ. <laughs> and I'm like, he was like oh! That was and I was like, uh-oh! I was like, so I click on it. It goes, dude, I just read that post. I think you're talking about me. I truly apologize. You are so right, I was so right. It was like this open-throated, full apology that if you know Russ now, it won't surprise you that he did.
0: Right,
1: he is actually a nice guy. He's a super
2: awesome, caring, loving guy. I love the dude, I defend him, I've been there for him. We've had ups, we've had downs, Mm -hmm. but man, we've shared a 20-year broadcasting career together.
0: Yeah, but did you need that apology? Did you need him to say that?
2: You know, I've never been asked that before, Ginger, but I think I did because he was uh, somebody I I really was like my boss and somebody who opened the door of entertainment for me. He was the first one. Savannah was really the first one. I was like, you're funny. You need to do entertainment. And then Russ was like, oh, yeah, I want you on my show. Mm -hmm. So there was, yeah, I think I did need that. And it really was so, I wrote my wife. I was like, you will never believe what just happened. And guess what? That's what led to me getting back on the show. Yeah. So there was a charity bowling tournament. That they had invited me, Real Radio had invited me as an actor to go back. And it was oh like pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet. Full circle moment, right, right? Yeah, right? And I was like, it was pretty validating. And I am i won't forget, it. I'm leaving in the garage and I look at my wife and I was like, you know what? Because there's all Real Radio people there, right? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to go. I was like, I'm not going to go. This is, this is weird. This is like, and she's like, no, you go and you talk to Ross and you say, hey, what's up? And I'm like, whatever. That's the meeting. And there's a picture of him and I talking. And we're cracking up. And he's like, hey, man, why don't you come by on the show? And fast forward six years later or whatever, I came in. Not ever wanting to be back on the show. But when I was given the opportunity, I said, oh, I can't screw this up. This gig is too good. I can come back with this knowledge of, of being humbled, of losing it all, of being able to share this with a dose of laughter, with a dose of humility. Um, and thankfully, he was so open to it. And the, and the audience was too. And it was just like this, oh, the station was at a really weird place at mm. the time. And I came in and really injected some energy and, and a gratefulness. And they were, too. And we shot through the roof. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That is such an incredible story. I, I love that. And I hope so many people are listening to this and receiving it. Because when you talk about English is not even your first language, you know, there are a lot of people who are here in Central Florida mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. that is very true for. And they also have dreams. Yeah
2: yeah um I, yeah my mom was cuban god rest her soul my dad is peruvian and i didn't know any like i came from new york i could live with cuban grandmas and was, like, tattooed on me we only spoke spanish it was 1986 in florida people think that you know oh so many hispanics around it was not like that not in here in central, yeah, yeah not in central florida i would tell people hey i'm peruvian they go what's that yeah. it was a very different time and then I had to learn English as a little kid, and obviously hey, I wasn't. Uh, and and then that was something that I always just thought everybody was until I got in middle school. This is kind of a funny story. <laughs> this is the first time I realized I was Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <All> I
0: <right>, know. <laughs> when you're a kid, you don't know any different. Yeah. yeah. You know. Just think you're like and, everybody. and
2: on top of that, like, I'm lighter skinned. Back then, it was like you're Hispanic, you're dark skinned. You're not Hispanic, you're not. Mm-hmm. they would yeah. look at me, you're not Hispanic you're light skin I'm like it's not a race guys oh it's gosh. an ethnic but, but to <laughs> no. this day people don't understand this yeah. right so I didn't know what I was I was like okay I guess some people like me talk Spanish and some don't I didn't get it until one day I had tried out for 6th grade basketball Hayward was a coach he was the smoothest dude he had always wore Miami Kane stuff and I tried out it was horrible at basketball but I wanted to make it and he's like you know Jason whatever and I'm like here like, <laughs> like you know Malcolm whatever here and they're like Carlos Navarro. I was like here, and he's like, Carlos Navarro. I look like little. I look like Fred Savage. Okay, <laughs> and he looks at me. He goes, hmm, hmm. <laughs> and he goes, what you is? What you is? And, I go, oh, and, and I go, yeah, I know, I know. He's like, what is? This? And I was like, I don't. Know. He goes, where your you mommy from? <laughs> look at that. And I go Cuba. And he goes, where your you daddy from? And I go Peru. And he goes. <laughs> and he goes, you Spanish?
0: Oh my god! And it hit me really that moment. I was, like, and I was like, Oh
2: I my god! I guess I'm Spanish. <laughs> I guess I'm Hispanic. Middle school. Middle school. <laughs> Middle school. It's a uh, it's a different. I know people think that are just like so young that ethnicity and race and and sexual orientation everything was talked about openly and it was not. But I until, like that you weren't even put in a box though. I wasn't. No. I wasn't until so he kind of put me in one. But it was but, fine. But up you know, until the then, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, no, it wasn't a big topic of conversation I never thought it wasn't it didn't weigh on me and then but my grandma always used to tell me Carlitos this one right here Ita God rest her soul if I didn't have her I'd be who knows but she always used Carlitos and I'll say it in Spanish, sabiendo va a ser la cosa más importante de tu vida. And I'll say it in English now. Knowing Spanish is going to be one of the most important things that will ever happen in your life. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I, I was like, there's no way. I don't want to talk Spanish. I want to talk English. I want to be like my English-speaking friends. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks Spanish around me. I don't even want to talk Spanish.
0: Yeah.
2: And man, was that little old lady right. It has been such a central piece, even though it's not something, you know, you're not going to find me like, Pounding my chest about my heritage or anything like that. I'm very proud and I have a lot of pride. But man, it has been at this central theme. And so I studied every accent so that I could play every Hispanic. I can play Cuban. I can play Colombian. I can play Ecuadorian. I can play Nicaraguan. I can play Peruvian. I can play Mexican. And I give it the real, the real accent. Yeah. I don't go like, hey, orale, bro. You know, like yeah. I really study it. And so I've got this appreciation for not only my culture, but all of, of the wonderful Hispanic cultures out there. Cool. Oh,
0: that is great. Yeah. Wow, we could talk to you all day. I know, day. we that are is. talking to you all day. <laughs> that interviews is.
2: never go this long. No, oh, no. Nice. you
0: are nice. excellent. I really hope we have you back after you do to. the next big thing, because awesome. I know there will be so the next what, big Yeah, yeah, thing.
1: so as we kind of let you uh, sail off into sure. the sunsets here. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what, there's only one sunset, I just said. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, as you sail off into the sunset yes. of this interview, what can we find you in what are we going to oh, see? Can you man. talk about it? you got anything on the horizon here?
2: You know what? I do have some stuff on the horizon. I'll tell you this. The tracksuit mafia and Hawkeye was probably, well, I think we'll probably go down as the one Are the you big. getting a
0: spinoff? Who
2: knows? He, I
0: can't oh. say anything. But are,
2: I, mean, <laughs> I mean, of course. Am I getting a spinoff? Yeah. Call Kevin Feige. Yes. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> we need two spinoffs. Um, I'll tell you this. Kevin and, and, and Marvel and everybody was ecstatic about the stuff, and they keep on putting Trusted Bro stuff in all these different projects, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, keep putting them in, Um, and really what I've been focusing on is helping others with, um, I've been really focusing on a personal development brand, which is kind of taking all of the things I've talked about, Mm -hmm. taking all the woo-woo stuff out of manifestation, taking all of the, you know, -hmm. know, and, and actually real practical, tactical advice and mentorship to allow people to be happier by living through their passions, which in turn will mm. relieve anxiety and stress. Because the most anxiety and stress is caused by energy that's trapped because, man, I should have done this, or man, I regret that. And if you can work through that, man, your life can be so happy. And that's why I got this energy about you You do, yeah. you do have some serious no, energy.
0: Uh, okay, I, I think you're great. The person I want to meet next is your wife.
2: Oh. I mean,
0: kidding. she sounds like a force to be reckoned with, and the person who has just propped you up every single time you needed it.
2: Thank you for that. Yeah, she is my backbone. She's an exceptional woman. Mm, She's a, cool. a first-class uh, standard bearer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she found me when I was wearing baggy jeans, oh, <laughs> man. Wow and now, That's you love. Know, That's so, love. Like if you see That's that fun. version of Carlos, this version of Carlos, she was like, she was like an old like, I see it. We must go, go. go through it we must get through the year like you're gonna have to rub this diamond <laughs> yeah, for a while I said no she is a world class <laughs> woman and, she, and she's an amazing mother to my to just um, my girls are my everything. My my little world is... I think that's ultimately if you can just be happy with your little tribe, your yeah. little crew. Oh, yeah. That's the key, yeah. to Man, can you just be great everywhere else. Yeah. Something about
1: wives, like when you have big career decisions or big life decisions, it's like they can just see through all yes. the mess because you're in it. And they're yes. like, no, this is what you need to Which be doing. Yeah. I've had that yeah. same thing no. in my yeah. life. Yeah. That's well, nobody's going to ask you what you what is. What you is. anymore. Oh,
0: what you, you is, is, is successful. <laughs> that's thank right. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my all. gosh. Monsters uh, in the
1: Morning, Walking Dead, so Hawkeye, uh, Tracksuit Mafia. You. Love you. I love you. Oh, my thank gosh. You.
0: No, seriously. I Do motivational speaking. I, I mean, that's what you're doing yeah, right now. Yeah. It's like, that's, oh, anyway. Thank you. Yeah. You're fantastic. Thank you. Check
1: us out next week on Florida's Fourth Estate. We'll have an even more specialer. Yes.
0: <laughs> did guess. you say more special or what is wrong well like you oversold <laughs> it to me you're like
1: we told you for a while we're going to get a good guest hey, it, it worked out right seriously it, it was out.
0: amazing I manifested that thank you <laughs>
1: both for agreement I'm going to <laughs> go write it down in my notebook we'll see yeah, you next yeah. week have a good one